Hey, Warriors, this is Amy. And this is Sarah. And you're listening to the Unqualified Therapists, Inc. this week you had a week it sounds like the beginning of a dateline episode and i hope it doesn't end like one so it does sound like the beginning of a dateline episode and that's why i was so fucking scared (laughs) this is probably some jagoff who's like doesn't like me and sarah and i talked about this it might be time to get ready for people not to like us yeah have some trolls yeah yeah for sure i mean i don't know the world i'm just a little second grade teacher with children and a widow and all of these things that are not trollish Anyways, this is what went down. First of all, have either of you heard of Jason Collier? Sure have. I have not. <gasps> Bob. Bob. No. Have Who, you... Who's he play for? <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out of here. You guys, seriously, like what the actual? Bears or was he? <laughs> okay, so he's been Wait, all there over. is somebody by that name who is a player because it oh, really? popped up when I Googled Get it. Get out of town. Anyways, okay, so Jason Cole, I don't think I'm saying his last name right. Collier. Collier. So I'm just going to give it to you. Pastor, chief of police in Texas. Okay. Facebook finds out by this one woman posting a profile picture, and people are like, cute couple, I'm so happy for you. And somebody else is like, that's my friend's husband. Oh. Turns out this man has, like, multiple fiancés, multiple wives, and lots of girlfriends, and on all of the dating websites. Get out of town. And he let this he let himself be photographed for public consumption. Did not know the picture was being taken. This Listen. is it, this is where it gets better. Oh, this he is even also better. to make sure that everybody knew where he was all the time. All of these women, I don't know how he fucking kept it straight because mm-hmm. whatever. He took videos of himself and sent them to them and was like, "Hey, babe, yeah. I'm going to the whatever." Never any names. No, it's always babe. Hey, and babe. Mike's theory is that it can go to any of them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's my thought because it's always like thinking of you you're so beautiful beautiful. i woke up thinking about generalized it's like it's like a boy band song from the early 2000s yeah all right it's he's talking about me (laughs) (laughs) um for your information justin timberlake was talking about no i knew that it was he was talking about you you, but that's a very rare exception okay right right right. i know okay (laughs) so he makes these videos. They're very funny. There's a whole Facebook group, like, I don't know, Netflix series for Jason Collier or whatever. Has 200,000 members already. This just started on Thursday. Yeah. So on Friday, I'm, like, going down this rabbit hole because um, I have to give credit where credit's due. Mike knows about pop culture for whatever reason. Oh, no, because he's on Facebook 24-7. Mm, that's the whatever reason. Yeah. That was me being shitty. Sorry, Mike. I love you. So... <laughs> So he's like, you need to check this out. So I check it out. And then, of course, I go even further into it. So I'm rabbit holing. Mike sends me a video on Friday. I was at work. It was an in-service. So I was having a pickup with parents. It was doing grades. It was very busy. But he's like, I laughed so hard. I don't think he's ever said or done anything funnier, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. He did the perfect impression of this man. (laughs) Like... 
perfect. Like down to the accent and down to, to what the, he said, the exact he's the words. Texas sheriff, yes. this guy. Yes. Yeah, okay. and he's like chief of police. Just dark. I don't chief even want to like. I can't remember. I don't even want to put it to shame because like I would if I was like, hey, yeah. like if I tried. I can't do it. It was so good, and I said, please let me post this. This is hilarious for those people who were following this yeah. story. So I posted for just a, little, a couple hours. I was like, maybe I should make it public because it's fucking funny. It is. It's it's really funny. And I think people should see this. It's really funny. I post it. The day goes on, the day goes on, the day goes on. Around 3 o'clock, I get a visit from my boss, and he's like, I need to talk to you. You're not in trouble. We're just concerned. Wow. I'm like, okay, hmm. Now, mind you, as a podcaster, as a writer, as a woman who has lived through hell with her husband who had mental health issues and was manic and did crazy ass things with, and I was always with the police. And as a teacher, I'm terrified mm -hmm. that, that, that I'm going to get in trouble for just living my life. Right. I don't believe anything I do is terrible or awful. No. I mean, it's just real. Right. Right. But there's this expectation of teachers that you're like held to this higher standard that's kind of really difficult because I'm just a mom who is trying to fucking make it. Right. So I don't think any, anyways, in my opinion, at least. So <laughs> your boss being the principal. Yeah. Okay. So someone called into central office, which is like where the big boss is and said, um, I just wanted to let you know that one of your teachers, Amy Baumgartner has inappropriate content on Facebook. The only possible thing was that video of Mike. Well, and didn't they say the last post? The last post. Yes. And that's what it was. My last post. Yeah. And you shared Mike's impression of this guy? I did. Yes. Okay. But I also did make a, a caption explaining that gaslighting is not okay by men. And this piece of shit, I said POS. Yes. Thought he could get away with it. Mm -hmm. So joke's on you. So mm -hmm. I, I was like, I'm not making fun of the women. I've fallen for this stuff before. Like, I get it. What I'm saying is I'm making fun of you, Jason. Yeah. And that's what it was. Mm -hmm. And I was... Of all of the things that of, you have posted on Facebook. Right? Because here's the all. thing. Who's going to come at me for a Black Lives Matter post? Right. They you can't. can't. You can't. You can't. In this today's culture, you just can't. Right. I thought that was... I was just being playful and funny and trying to get off politics and off, like, yeah. serious things. I thought Mike's video was just funny, and I thought, this will make somebody laugh. It's bringing us together, just yeah. like Bernie. Right. Um, honest yeah. to God, Bernie that, that was, the that, was the, thing, like. that was okay. the intent behind it. I was just yeah. like, but at the same time, I was also the podcaster who was like, gaslighting's not cool. Right, 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 right. So anyways, um, seems like an impossible standard for you to live up to. Well, they scoured my social media and found nothing. I didn't have to take anything down, but who is this person yeah. who, who looked up where I worked and found the phone number and made that call that, that. And I maybe I watch too many murder or listen to too many murder podcasts, but to me that's like me just being like living my life like yeah yeah constantly looking yeah. over your shoulder. So if I die, guys, stop it. We know who did it. <laughs> well, what did he? But we don't know because we don't know who. Well, calls. I mean, if you, I don't know. Is your, are your posts public? Just that one was. It was public because you wanted people to see it. And I thought laugh, it was funny. It yeah, Someone could share and, I, and I did right. Yes, and I didn't laugh. think it was offensive at all. Mm -hmm. What did he say? Did he use bad language or something? No, no actually, nothing. No. He was. He even was like, you know, I'm just 
feel saved by my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. oh, you okay, because that's how this guy talks. That's how yes. this guy talks. Okay. So he was basically repeating a lot of the stuff that this guy said. None of it was yeah. offensive. It you was think, funny um, because yeah. it was so ridiculous. Maybe the person who saw it didn't know the Jason Carter story and took it the wrong way. I made that very clear in the post. Yeah, they it did. says like if you're Jason following, Collier, if you're yeah, not following, following the this story, story, then you're not going to get the video. Right. Yeah. So having not seen it, I don't know why it would be offensive. At the same time, it really, really makes life hell for someone who teaches young people to have to worry that everything you're going to do that's in your life is going to have repercussions. So you might lose your job because you shared someone doing something that might have been off color to at least one individual. And that's a very real fear. It's a very real fear. And I worry about it. Well, I used to worry about it with the podcast. I'm now just like, we are making such a difference. We Mm -hmm. We get messages all the time of people who were helping and if helping people with mental health is going to make me lose my job come on yeah well i just don't it, if what your um boyfriend mike did in the video if he shares something <laughs> on social you take a video of him doing something on social media nothing that mike did in that video is going to carry into the classroom and right. that's i think that's the disconnection people seem to have yeah over people in positions of authority or, or public persuasion like yourself. You have a class of impressionable people. I do. So mm-hmm. that's not an impression that he would do for that class. Right. No. It, obviously, right? So in that point, to that end, there's nothing to worry about. Right, because I am this person who teaches these children, and I do believe I have extremely high morals and integrity. Yeah. But I also refuse to not be the writer and the podcaster. Right. Who's tell? Who's like to not be yourself? To like not be myself. Being, yeah. You outside of the be classroom. Able to express yourself yes. outside of yeah. the classroom. Yeah. It's not like it's not like this isn't this isn't right. content for your class. So Bob, what no. we're talking about tonight. Nor was that impression, and that's why you're not Facebook friends with students who might see it. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. So I have Seems a question for you. Obvious. Since you teach midi- media literacy, so if you they're also like um eight seven eight. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But go on. Like, why would they have? whatever facebook's for old people according to according Lily to, no yeah, listen is, yeah, all yeah, the kids yeah. are telling me it's that my out. nieces have been saying that for years lily's yeah. like mom nobody's gonna find anything on facebook it's all old people just sitting in their rockers yeah you gotta be on tiktok so it must yes. have been a rocker person who was like <laughs> listen i'm gonna make this widow lose her damn job and all her health insurance like what kind Incredible of asshole me, yeah. goes after your livelihood and that's, that's what upsets what, me like right. you fuck with my kids you fuck with my health insurance like why would you do that yeah. and not leave your name and block your number? She must believe or he must believe. It was a he. It was a he. He must believe yeah. that you are somehow taking that humor into the classroom. Because or people who aren't teachers can't comprehend that there's a total separation right. of church and state there. I have there. two right. different... Yeah. This is the content matter. Like, I get this, for example, when people... Because you're a teacher. Yeah, and they hear, like... Yeah, exactly. Not at public education, but at a private university. Mm-hmm. And they'll think sometimes that, like, oh, I sent my child off to get an education... And these uh, radical liberal <laughs> professors, right, for example, yeah. or you could go the other way and go, you're right, in the Liberty right, University right. and these radical yeah. arch conservative religious professors are going to indoctrinate you with these thoughts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Content matter is the content matter. So there's nothing in the syllabus, for example, that, that I'm adding throughout, the, like that's not in the syllabus that I'm going to yeah, add right. in sporadically go, by the way, I've like, had people ask me, like, if I'm a... If I'm a conservative student, is there any chance in hell I can get an A in your class? And I would say, what? I don't, I don't, what? I don't know the politics of my students. Yeah, they're under no obligation yeah. to present them to me. If they write in a way and submit information 
that shows that they're not ill-informed or misinformed or completely ignorant, I'll correct them. Right. But it has nothing to do Content. with politics, no. nor does it have anything to do with how I teach the class. Right. Me. I'll just present the information to you. Like somebody yeah. could you know write, like, Donald Trump is the best president. And I'm like, does the D, is the D capitalized right. and a T, <laughs> and do you have a period? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's where I'm at in my head just, when yeah. I'm a teacher. Yeah. yeah, you're preaching the choir on that one, but I've never had somebody complain publicly about such a thing. This is the first time in all of my 19 20 years? years, 20 years almost, of doing this that this has happened. What really hurts me is that I feel like I've come so far that I shouldn't have gotten upset. Well, yeah, but think about the, these days how far people are going and taking things to the next level and if they're willing to call oh. into your work you know what i the mean the cancel culture like well yes okay. like so the cancel culture i don't but even also know what that is where people just like bond together to basically just completely take down and cancel you're a done. person like yeah. you're done like they're not happy until you're gone until you're just gone yeah. so if there's a group that coalesces out there that all watches to, like, they're gonna petition the school board show up every day like and make their her. life hell until yes. you're gone You'd be It'll canceled. make a great book, yeah. right? No, like I don't think you should have one worry about it because It'll honestly, make, I honestly like I live my life with such integrity that I'm like, this is insanity to yes. me. Like, yeah, yeah. All I'm doing is trying to help people. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a fine line between the cancel culture, and also between actually being upset about something legit. And I think First, an yeah. easy out to take, right, is to say, oh, you're just being too PC. And I'm saying, no, you just referred to gays as subhuman. Yeah. I'm not being PC. You just don't belong in this conversation with rational human beings and adults. Yeah, right, yeah. That's not being over. So when people get mad about the cancel culture because I, for example, encouraged people to, you know, um, attack somebody or, you know, break into the Capitol building, right, yeah, for example. Yeah. Like, if you really did advocate for, like, violence on the pre vice president and speaker of the house, for example not about Paul, but just an example. That's not a difference of opinion. I'm not being overly sensitive or trying to cancel the, my pillow guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, no, no, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm being canceled because you don't agree with me politically. It's like, there's a difference between politics and what you did, yeah. right? Right, like, right, Like, right. you guys, I don't know if how, how much into baseball you guys are, but... Oh, yeah, we love it. Huge? We're, like, huge. This has yes, been recent. Yes, we're such I like fans. the $14 beers that are this big, that's, that's it, and sitting in the sun, I, miss, I usually get a tan. Oh, I know. I, miss I get Don't get me wrong. My baseball. Oh, sorry. Here's a, here's a hot button conversation happening in, in the baseball world that you guys might be interested in. That we don't know about, I okay. guarantee. I guarantee you, we don't. Do you know, Tell Kurt, us. you know who Kurt Schilling is? Nope. Nope. Okay. Kurt Schilling is a borderline Hall of Fame baseball player. If I had a vote, I'm not a member of the, of the Baseball Writers Association really? of America. How I know that? people who are. How and my, I know, I know. my so Also, my one of my very, very good friends is yeah. the head of communications at the Baseball Hall of Fame. He Whoa. writes the copy that goes on the plaques that sit what? in Hope Cooperstown forever. <gasps> when last time I went to Cooperstown, he let me hold Roberto Clemente's Ooh. hat from his 3,000th hit. Ooh. I was like, you're my favorite person. <laughs> so he, anyway, point being, I'm, I feel a very close affinity to the Hall of Fame. I've been to the Hall of Fame twice. I'm going back to umpire this summer at mm -hmm. Cooperstown because I was invited by the Baldwin people. Anyway, so I love baseball. but So when I see someone like Kurt Schilling come up for the Hall of Fame, had I been a voter... He would not get my vote, but not because of how good of a player he was. I think he's a borderline, but probably a Hall of Famer, had he not done the other stuff that makes me not want to vote for him. Ooh. But there's a character clause in the Hall of Fame you might not be aware ah. of. To make the Hall of Fame, the Baseball Writers Association of America 
Um, they have to weigh the person's on-field accomplishments, including like statistics and championships yeah. and things that are somewhat objective, although mm -hmm. there's some subjectivity to a guy's performance. But also there's a part in there that says sportsmanship, integrity, and character mm. are also I weighed. I love that that's part of it. It's mm -hmm. also weighed. always has been, really, Good. since the start of the Hall of Fame. So the writers have this job of then a judging of someone's character and integrity merits their inclusion to the hallowed grounds of the Hall of Fame to be immortalized. Kurt Schilling is up for Hall of Fame for the he ninth year like in a row. Waiting. Next year is his last year on the main ballot, modern ballot. The reason Kurt Schilling didn't make the Hall of Fame is probably only because for the last several years, he's talked about how, um, you know, the Jews run the world and um, journalists should be hung and so uh, hanged. Like he, there was a guy who had a shirt that said rope tree journalist, some assembly required. Dear And Kurt Schilling, Kurt Schilling retweeted that and was like oh, so much awesome here. My he Lord. is a very, very out there guy. Yep. He's like, they say only seven, five to seven percent of uh, Muslims are extreme. Well, guess what? Only seven to ten, ten percent of Germans were Nazis. How'd that work out? Like he's a, he's a psychopath. Oh so I don't, I think, if I had a vote, integrity, character, you fail hard. You fail. Yeah. And the fact that you're borderline anyway, yeah. you're not getting in. No. And I don't care if you don't get in, and, and so I wouldn't vote for you. Around this? A lot of drama in the baseball community. Because they want him in. American sports, you have, you have like, you know, 75 million people, for example, probably yeah. think that he belongs. Yeah. And they're the same people who hate journalists to begin with. And I made the argument like, let me get this straight. You expected people that he encouraged to be murdered to vote him into the Hall of Fame? journal like they're the ones who get to vote right. right so my point being and i was told oh this is just over being overly politically correct mm -hmm. like oh kurt schilling's getting canceled cancel culture there's a difference between wanting to cancel kurt schilling and say you're not a rational adult and you don't belong in the conversation you're you're a bad person you don't have a difference in, you're not arguing <laughs> just about like business ventures or yeah. like the idea of the economy or even building a wall, for God's sake, is still a political argument right. that you can may or may not disagree with. But to say that, like, oh, I want to, I want to kill all journalists, or think that's great, or that you know, comparing um, Muslims to Nazis, right. like, that kind of stuff is so beyond the pale right. that those people, I have no problem with canceling them yeah. because they did it to themselves. So I don't want to say that like the cancel culture is all bad. I don't want to make it seem that I'm saying like, oh, that's just part of cancel culture. That's such an easy out it is. for people to take to say that like, I can say whatever I want because if you don't like it, I you're just being a baby. I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is stopping people to doing what they did to me, right? Right. So that's there's what I'm saying. Like, where do you draw the line? Stopping them. Maybe you misunderstood what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a difference between telling somebody you're being overly PC and you're part of this negative connotation cancel culture yeah. versus saying you deserve to, someone actually deserving to be canceled and removed. Right. right. It's right. too easy for people who say awful things like Kurt Schilling mm -hmm. to put himself in Amy's camp. Like, you know, politics makes for strange bedfellows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Amy's camp and Kurt Schilling, you're not the same person no. because you don't want to be canceled. Doesn't mean you can sympathize with Kurt Schilling. Uh, amen. Right? right? Right. Those are very different. So I can say like F cancel culture and this over policing of your life, but at the same time have a serious problem with like the My Pillow guy and Kurt Schilling. Yeah, I agree. So I don't I don't mean to like put down cancel culture and put down this and, and political correctness. There, and yeah, there's it a all time and a one. place yeah, for it. Right. Right. I I yeah. just I really think that, and here's the problem with Amy. I'm going to talk in the third person. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how, like, badass and whatever I come off as, I, like, want everyone to like me. Yeah, we all do. Mm. Is so, that the one? 
Huh? I don't. You don't want everyone to, she doesn't give a everyone shit. to like she you? She doesn't care. Not that I don't want to. It's that I just don't care. I care. And I, and I won't. I want Enneagram number. Do I know what? Your Enneagram number. Your personality number. Are you like really a fan if you didn't listen to that episode? Didn't catch that one. I know what you mean. You're the type A kind of stuff. No. It's sort of. Well, sort of. So I do the vows lifestyle survey. Values, attitudes, and lifestyles. Okay. It's about like being a leader or a follower kind of thing. I see. I see. It's a public relations thing because I teach that class. There's so many personality. I want to take that. Things like there's disc. There's the, you know, Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. Strength finders. There's all kinds of ones. But the Enneagram is kind of like emerging a little bit more because it's, I feel like it's a little bit more inclusive of mm. every personality mm-hmm. out there. So it's one through nine, mm-hmm. correct? So I'm a four, she's a one. For me, I'm a, like more melancholy. I don't care creative. if people like me or not. I'm more creative. I'm, you know, it's more of like my process sort of thing. She's more of like the type A personality perfectionist. I just, cares if people like her. I do and I don't. That's probably one of the things I thought I would get rid of in my 40s. And I have a lot. But like if there's someone out there. Yeah. The, like, like out intangible. in the world. I'm like what I want them to do is I want them to come to me and I'll be like I will tell you. I will convince you. Like I will help you understand mm-hmm. why you don't hate me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get it. No, I get, I get it. It bothers me it. too. It really would bother me like, if someone didn't like me. I like would, who, I would, I would want to know why. Who is spending your Friday yeah. like this? Like, who is it? <laughs> Don't you just want to grab him and go, listen, I'm a nice person. Let's go have a drink and let's talk yeah. about it. Let's have yeah. a beer, fella. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Bob is probably a seven-ish. What's that? I gotta listen. Sorry. I don't know if he is because I think he has a little but he type has, A. He does have type A. So I'm, one. I'm thinking seven's in there somewhere. Is yeah. the recycling tipping it off? They... That's why I'm type A. Control freak over recycling. Well, there's this. This. Hold on. Can I show everybody? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is his planner, guys. Hold on. Let me get it out. To... This is his planner. That tells me what to do tomorrow. Did you show? And every he day legit writes every single thing he does and do you write it after you do it too if you did no it he off. checks it and off I, or then scratches I, then it then out I cut it out and then, then he cuts the fucking pages out like with an exacto knife it's so over, that he see, can, it's look, over I did it it's, it's over yeah look today I was supposed to tell my wife she's pretty I did that because <laughs> our neighbors got a hold of it yes and wrote, and wrote, wrote all kinds of down. stuff in there's there. some other off color yeah. things I'm supposed to do to Nicole that are in here <laughs> and I haven't got a chance to check off And in a perfect world, that would have transitioned into our topic that we had for you this week. But um, as life goes, (laughs) it isn't going to. We um, listened back to about four hours of (laughs) tape and um, it just isn't at a place where I feel like it represents what we want to share. And it's not that we're being dishonest or being fake or anything of that nature. We'll tell you whatever you want to know. I just think that um, we found a topic more challenging than politics to discuss. And that is sex. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not just talking like my like Catholic shyness, like, you know, guilt of sex. I'm talking culturally and the way that the difference between men and women and how the experiences that women mostly some men have had um, where they've been, you know, forced to do things. And the idea that like 
force doesn't always mean what you think it means. Um, but anyway, I mean, I just, I want to emphasize that it's an important topic and we're going to revisit it when we talk about two documentaries that we both watched on Netflix. And at that time, talk about some of our own stuff as well. I honestly just don't think that either one of us was ready to share this with the world. I agree. Inside of our lives. Yeah. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I would like to think I'm an open book, but there's so much bottled up or so much like wrapped up in men and women's roles, sexuality, the spectrum of being, you know, from, you know, heterosexual to homosexual and how all the things in between that I think it's really hard, one, personally, and two, to represent everyone appropriately. Agreed. <laughs> so I think that we're just going to kind of hold off on that. It Again, we both teach, Sarah's much more schooled on this than me, but we both teach the chakras and your intuition and your gut, you have to listen to it. And there's always a reason for things, even if it makes zero sense. So we both in our gut felt like, nah, this is not something that we want to publish right now. I don't know why. I just know that when my intuition kicks in, when I listen to it, it always works out for good. I am right there with you. And we both had the same intuition. We both had the same gut feeling. And what I will say is that having a hard time talking um, um, for this <laughs> This recording on Sunday was really hard for me, even though at the time I didn't realize it was hard for me. So we were talking about, like we said, you know, sex, human sexuality. And a lot of that had to do with things that, you know, triggered some triggered some past things that had, had brought up for me. And I think that you saying that we aren't being dishonest is I think that by not you know releasing it, it's not that we're trying to hide anything. I think we're not putting it out there because we don't want to be dishonest. Because hundred percent, I'm I was listening back, and Amy and I were both listening to it because she just knew she's like, I want to be a part of the editing process on this one, so I want to listen. <laughs> and I was I like, kind yeah. of at the end of it, I was like, I think that is a disaster. <laughs> yeah, and she was right. She was a thousand percent right. So as we're listening, we're laughing so uncomfortably because I kind of went into like a manic state, as we said. Yeah. And no matter what I tried to do to try to calm myself down with, I was drinking wine and I was using my, you know, medical marijuana, which helps me with anxiety. But I think that, you know, some of the things we were talking about are so deeply rooted and so not ready to come out of me yet (laughs) that- I, I couldn't talk like me. And I even said to my husband. And it didn't, it didn't sound like no, you. It didn't. Like it doesn't I think sound that like the same person. It really doesn't. And I knew it at the time, but I think that even though we have this podcast, Sarah and I are friends first. And I thought, well, maybe this just needs to get out. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the case or not, but trauma can do crazy ass shit to you. Sure can. And it can make you sound manic. It can make you cry. It can make you like overly happy. It can make you do all kinds of things that are not you. Mm -hmm. So 
I will leave you with the fact, not leave you, but I will add to this that there's nothing like racy and X-rated that you're missing. No, like if you're no. like, if you're like, oh man, Amy gave the, <laughs> the, the down and dirty of her sex life. I promise no. you I did not because I'm a, you know, recovering Catholic. So no, I'm not going to tell you those things, but Catholic. Do you know what's is, really funny is. about that is you're not the only Catholic who has said that phrase to me. Sorry, I just think that's funny. Yes, I, I, it's not just about sex. It's about the male and female. They're like they're, the way that their perceptions and the way that things are portrayed. Mm -hmm. And I think that because I was in the presence of Sarah and we watched these things, I felt validated in things that I believed in my whole life, but decided to stop believing in them because of media, mm -hmm. because of what men told me, because of the way other girls talked. And I was like, oh my God, I was right the whole time. These sh this shit is not okay. Yeah. So there's a whole layer of that as well. <laughs> not to mention the fact it's fucking disjointed and all over the place. And I, <laughs> and you would be like, huh? What did they go? They just yeah. talked about the experience? It's yeah, what's happening? It's like. You know, you would be all over the place. You wouldn't be able to follow it. And even with Sarah's miraculous editing skills, we could not put it together. Mm -hmm. I tried. So we're going to do a redo and it'll be fine. But one, we didn't want to leave you without an episode. And we record them in real time because we think it's important to talk about the issues that are right now. And mm -hmm. human sexuality came to us because it's February. So we thought that would be a good conversation topic to have at that time. And, you know, if there is like, I don't know, a sex therapist or someone out there one. who wants, ooh, I, I do. If someone wants to come on and be our expert, we are happily inviting you. Yes, please do. You know, and I want to make sure too that I say so that nobody thinks there's anything like sketchy going on, but I also think, you know, we invited Bob on to talk to talk with us about this because we did want a male perspective. We, and he is a professor of media literacy. And I felt like it would be a good person to explain how the media has affected our views of human sexuality. But I think that because of the topics that we were leaning towards that Amy and I weren't ready to talk with a, a male figure, I guess, like another male on the topic right. too. So I just, yeah. you know, nothing I just want to make sure. off color was said, no. nothing that would get anybody in trouble, nothing of that nature. We're just making a personal decision mm -hmm. on our, on the way that we want to run this podcast. And just like all of you out there, we don't think you should have to talk about something until you're ready. Mm -hmm. And you know, as long as you're working towards that goal of doing it, you know, I think that everybody's doing the very best they can. I think it can cause more trauma. I'm just making this up. I'm not a professional. Obviously, I'm unqualified. We're unqualified. <laughs> but I can go ahead off on a limb and say that it would cause more trauma if you discuss something before you're ready to, to discuss it. You know, because you're like, you're going somewhere that your personhood is not ready for. Mm -hmm. So I guess the reason for us still putting out the episode is because I think our banter at the beginning was really good about cancel culture and the ridiculousness that occurred at my work. Mm -hmm. uh, well, not at work, but with someone who wanted to mess with my work. 
is also because we want you all out there to know that it's okay if you're not ready to talk about something. It's okay if things make you feel uncomfortable. It's okay if you're 42 and trauma comes up and you're like, what the actual fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not even saying that was the case. What I'm saying is it just happens. And I know there's plenty of women and men out there who feel that and feel completely fucking alone. Mm-hmm. I agree. It would probably get us more likes and downloads if we would publish it, but that's just not how we're going to do business here. No, that's not. And I point. say business tongue in cheek. It's not business. It's just that we're just not those people. Right. We're not about the downloads and the likes. We're about the. I mean, we freaking love people. it. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't, but <laughs> don't, I am not don't stop downloading. Com- I'm not going to compromise instincts because I don't think you should either. Whoever's out there listening. Mm-hmm. Sarah and I are humbled by everyone who has reached out to us, people we know and don't know, to let us know that this podcast is helping them, that it's like therapeutic for them, helping them with their anxiety, helping them not feel alone. That's really all we're here to do. And so if sharing our story and being real with you guys works, then that is exactly what I feel like we're meant to do. And so every message that you send us, every email, every DM, If we don't respond right away, it's just because we're like blown the fuck away by it Mm -hmm. and don't even know how to respond because I'm like, (laughs) are you kidding me? Like, I'm a fucking disaster. How am I helping anyone? Yeah. Um, But it gives me life to know that a fucking disaster can help someone. Me too. Because today was a day. Yesterday was a day because I felt like I shouldn't be trying to help people. Yeah. You know, listening back on on what we recorded, and I know it's making you guys more curious, and I apologize. I know, because if I were listening to something, I'd be like, what the fuck? I'd be like, just fucking tell just us. Just tell us what it is. But it, Sarah was basically just like manically talking. Yes, I, I was manically talking. Like, to be quite honest, and it to let you make know, sense. you're not missing anything. I it promise you. Sense. Nothing I said was making sense. I was talking 5,000 miles an hour. I, my my voice was really high pitched and I was just talking really fast and it was like, <laughs> and like anything anyone said, I seriously was trying to edit out all of the times that I was like, yeah, 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 because it was just, <laughs> it's just not good. It's if 2020 were a podcast episode, it would be our human it, sexuality podcast. It would have been the human sexuality podcast. It's like, it's basically four hours of shit. It is. <laughs> It's awful. And I accept most of the responsibility for it because it's just, it's just bad. It's bad. So you're not missing anything. But we're going to have those episodes and we don't have episodes in the drawer that we can just like put out for you. Like picky ones. We're not fucking doing that. Mm -mm. You know, it's April or April. Jesus Christ. I want it to be April. I want it to be April because I need spring. It is February 2nd today. Oh, would you like to hear something fun I did today that I've never done in my life? Um, yeah. What did you, what? What'd you do? Ever. First of all, I'm an idiot because for lots of reasons, but this one, (laughs) I didn't realize, I did realize, but I didn't realize all at once that like Punxsutawney Phil is in fucking Pennsylvania and not anywhere else. Like everybody in the country. Okay. So that's one. Two. Avery's like, like, did you wanna... think that like every zone or whatever had their own Punxsutawney Phil for weather? 
if you could see as I'm doing the emoji with the hands up, like, I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> that makes me sound like an idiot. Now, Insert I kind of, shoulder shrug. <laughs> shoulder shrug. I mean, I, I knew and I did, whatever. I'm being very honest that there was a moment where I was like, oh, geez, that's just here. <laughs> so here's how this went down. We had a delay today. So I wanted to take Lily to school because she poor girl never gets to get a ride because her mom works and all of these things. So at sunrise, of course I was up at the normal time, freaking five o'clock. But at sunrise, Avery's like, I want to watch Groundhog come up out it and blah, whatever. He must have learned about it in school. So I live streamed it. And it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. First of all, because it's 2021 and COVID, there were no people. Oh, that's my only, weird. My only thought is when there's people, they all have to be wasted because there's no one who could possibly think this is an okay situation. <laughs> it is about 15 men, grown men in suits with like black trench coats and top hats with not just names, but they all have nicknames. <laughs> like, like, I don't what? even know, like chill bone or something. No, that's not it. I don't chill. know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, they all have the Wild and Willy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the chiller or the chiller. Whatever. It sounds like a wrestler. You've been hanging around with Mike too much. <laughs> so, the chiller. Finish okay. him. <laughs> I'm 40 fucking two years old. And I just realized these things. So there's Okay, there's all these men. So they pull them out. I mean, it's a big to-do. And then they have to get all the hay off of them or whatever. Oh, it took forever. Buddy. It took forever. And then they finally lift them off. And it's like, oh, oh like in Lion King. Yeah. And everyone takes pictures of them. And then they put them down on the stump. And they got a new stump this year. I learned that. So. New stump. <laughs> I cannot believe this is what I did with my morning. Can I? Can we? So. Think about this. They got a new stump. They said they needed one. No, but I'm confused. Like, do you, does someplace sell stumps? <laughs> or do I they go like uproot something from the woods? I mean, in my brain, it's not real because there's no, I mean, unless they cut down a tree just to get a new stump. <laughs> so, but they, is there like, they, are there like roots and everything? Or is it just like a- No, it's sitting on a stage. Oh, okay, the front, okay. The front part of it has a door. Oh. Uh, the groundhog out of, okay? Okay. I always thought it was like he was going to come up. And like when he, <laughs> I wish you guys could see what I just did. <laughs> I'm miming like, like a little, <laughs> like groundhog, like dee, 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 dee. Climbing up out of this hole. So- like, hold on, let me get my ladder over my shoulder and put it up to the hole. <laughs> and then I thought he got to the top and he was like, looked right, looked left, shadow, no shadow. And that's what we did. No, no, that is not it, guys. That is not it. I can't. <laughs> Stop. Pick him up. And they put him on the stump. It gets worse, Sarah, so hold your pee. Okay. <laughs> They put him on the stump. I don't know if he was the mayor or the master of there. I don't know who he was. He was the guy in charge. President, maybe. He leaves it. <laughs> he has a special magical cane. Oh, my God. 
I cannot. He leans, he leans in. Oh, okay. Yeah? Is that right? Okay. And he's like talking to him and talking to him. And then he comes back up and he goes, it's that scroll. And so then they have two scrolls. And so he, obviously they decided beforehand. Uh-huh. And so then the scroll is red. <laughs> and I am like, it's not, you see your shadow. It's like he fucking talked to this guy. <laughs> and he was like, hey guy, we're going to have six more weeks of winter. Cause this year sucks too. I don't know. Like, So is it six more weeks of winter? Was that it? It is six more weeks of winter, and I think this was the hunt. I could be getting my numbers wrong. I was, I was like this this morning, jaw down, just like I kept going to different YouTube stations because I thought I was on the wrong one. I was like, this is a parody. This is a joke. Like, I need to find the right one. The whole thing you were told your whole life about seeing the shadows, bullshit. Talks to them. if it's evolved over the years and I can find out and do you know how I can find out I don't really I waited to tell you this wait and you have a friend who's one of those people in the top hat (laughs) sort of die right now my friend her dad is the main guy and he actually (laughs) she's dying right now I think the audio cut her off because it was too loud He's, oh, he talks groundhog is what you're saying. <laughs> he, <laughs> your friend's dad. Your friend. So Phil, li- Phil lives at his house. Like he has. Like, yes. <laughs> Phil is like taken care of. He has his own like area. He has a bed. He gets fed. He is taken care of like a little prince. And plus he's super freaking cute. Let me just say. Or friend's house well it was like she grew up with phil yeah she grew up there she's married and has children and lives on her own now but yes her dad is like the master of ceremonies for for that is the most insane thing i've ever that's today is just blowing my mind left right and center (laughs) like my god oh wow yeah well sarah's friend i apologize for making fun of your dad but no her name is very jill and i will say right now she is not she is not jill she's not jill from gaslighting we don't yeah we already apologized to punxatani phil's jill for using the word jill in gaslighting yes so i apologize for that jill i i miss you like crazy i haven't talked to you in forever i don't know if you're listening but if you are um i am jill i am blown away right now <laughs> i feel as though i might know royalty somehow like third party wise right that's how i felt when she told me i was like hold on you know phil like you know punxsutawney phil and that like that's where she's so, from. okay she's from so we you know we deep dive about sex politics i'm we're doing a deep dive on this like <laughs> did, why didn't he look at his shadow why did he talk to the, her dad and Okay, guys, we're going to find out and let you know. Oh, we have to. I'm not even, I am not even kidding you. This is important. It is important. Okay, so what's really funny about this is that today, I can't stop laughing. (laughs) 
Funny. And I was like, should I tell her now? And I was like, nope, I'm gonna wait till she tells the whole You story. let me finish. Because she doesn't say anything <laughs> bad. Like you're just talking about how it was. And it is. It's very sticky. Very sticky. And I would imagine if I had a flask and I drank a flask of whiskey, I would be like in there with it. I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, let's go. This is amazing. <laughs> like dancing, because they used to dance and stuff when there was people in the audience. Like oh I would gosh. have a blast. But sober Amy at sunrise this morning and it's your very first time was like what the actual fuck is happening <laughs> like what is, is going on i think the best part is is that avery's like why do you keep going to different youtube i was like this can't possibly be the real one <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was like saturday night lives version <laughs> <laughs> it. oh my gosh <laughs> okay so what's really funny about this is today I was on Pinterest and I was looking up things about empaths because Amy and I are both empaths and I just still like to study it and like look into it and stuff. And I know Pinterest and is the end all be all of all knowledge. <laughs> well, and that episode's coming up legit for real. Yes, we are doing one on there. Anyway, there was like a, a thing that says types of empaths and I didn't know that this existed. There's an actual <laughs> animal empath who feels emotions? No. Yes. <laughs> animal empath who feels emotions and receives messages from animals, and I that the whole time you're saying like he has this magical cane and he's listening. I'm like, I wonder if he's an animal empath, <laughs> or do they just look at the farmer's almanac for 2021 and say, well, it's gonna be six more weeks of winter? So yeah, I definitely think it's a farm farmer's almanac, and I do believe it's like always tended towards six more weeks of winter not all, like i think it's like a hundred and some to like i don't know 60 or something like that so i feel oh like they should God. do it in like i'm like march 2nd instead of i just February. you know i mean you say what you want punk tony phil i'm getting a vaccine and going to florida so fuck off all of you I'm so jealous i'm gonna squish I mean, myself I in just, your suitcase that's fine i'm flying allegiant like i only get something that goes under the front of my seat. i will shove myself under the front of the seat <laughs> babe i'm a teacher we gotta go cheap everything's cheap oh yeah oh yeah <clears throat> so when sarah and i go on tour next year because it's happening already it's happening, we're getting it, like i envision us in an rv <laughs> oh my god an RV. <laughs> oh my gosh okay so she's like rv i'm like private jet uh, JK, not really. We're not there yet. I don't. I even was thinking think, like the damn morbid. <laughs> I don't even think morbid gets a private jet. So, um, at Ashkel, tell us. <laughs> oh God, please listen. We love you so oh much. Oh, uh oh, I'm having all kinds of like um, mm -hmm. girl fanning. I'm girl fanning really hard. Really hard. I love them. Both. I love them. But I feel like Ashkel and I are are. Um, There's something similar. about their banter. <laughs> that reminds me of us yeah and it's not even it's not that we even try to be like them because i never listened to morbid until after until after yeah we started this podcast so anyways Same i sense. think we can be best friends i think we could if you want to be and i feel like you are we could share an rv oh ah! my god <laughs> get out get out so, no we could do for you they could do a tr uh a true crime episode well, we would have to open for them. So we could talk about the psych psychology. I mean, we could open for them, yeah. Yes, the psychology behind the killer. 
and then they do the true crime episode of what happened. I think even more interesting that I haven't researched yet that I'm fascinated with myself, what is it about murder stories that calm a very high anxiety person down? Oh, we're doing an episode on that because yesterday because- I told I told Amy, so I'm like listening to this episode and I'm trying to edit it and I'm literally in tears. I'm not joking. I didn't sound like myself. It was freaking me out. I hated it. And it made me feel so awkward and it made me feel uncomfortable. And so I'm like crying, trying to edit this episode together. And I'm like, it's just not working. It's not working. So I told Amy, I was like, I'm going to get in the bathtub and I'm going (laughs) to light a candle and (laughs) listen to a good juicy murder to calm down. (laughs) Listen, people, I have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Like murder gets me through things and I don't know if it's, well, I have, we're not even going to, I'm not even going to like guess, but I have what some, is it about the psych? I have some thoughts. I have some theories, but what, uh, that would be my question. What is the psychology behind helping your mental health by listening to murder? <laughs> and that's it. That, that's that, it. that we would, that, and we would be your opening crew. And I just believe that we should do this. Yeah. Summer 2021. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> At, at, at Elena to the max, at Ashkel, let's do this. <laughs> Come on, Morbid. You've got this with us. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, I'm glad I could make you laugh with my uh, morning Punxsutawney Phil <laughs> YouTube live stream. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. We needed that, though. That was, that was pretty yeah. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, February is... Um, kind of a bullshit month. It's cold and gray and nasty up here in Pittsburgh. And short. And it also has stupid Valentine's Day. It does. I've been in love most Valentine's Days, and I still think it is the dumbest thing in the world. Same. So, I won't say more because we're going to discuss Valentine's Day, the capitalism behind it. I'm interested to know, though, who loves it. Yeah. Email us. Or DM And I'm us. not going to, like, come at you. I just want to no, know. We, we just want to know maybe- and why. And maybe I want to love it too. I don't know. But we're really looking for someone who happens to be single or has been single for a while or whatever to come on as a guest. Yeah. Not that like it's really that much more glamorous to be with someone because I feel it's like not. it's such a bullshit holiday. So anyways, that's one topic we'll be discussing. Um, body image will be another. Mm-hmm. That's something that Sarah and I have had in the works for quite some time. We just didn't know when would be the right time to talk about it. So this month will be it. Yep, that may end up being a two-parter, to be honest. Yes, it might. And we, you know, we have we have a little bit of an opening. So if there's anything that you want us to discuss about in this lovely month of February, we love suggestions. Yeah. So we are so grateful for each and every one of our listeners for listening, for reaching out and telling us what we mean to you, for giving us a rating, for becoming a Patreon. All of these things help us to know that what we're doing is not something that is worthless and it's definitely making a difference. We also want to thank you for standing by us as we go through this very weird situation that we were in this week, which I told Sarah will happen again and again. I mean, life is just God, that I way. Hope not. <laughs> but you guys, life is fucking messy. My sister said to me once, she was like, your husband died. You're a widow. Nothing else bad will happen. And I was like, that is bullshit. Like, Why would she say that? I, I'm calling bullshit because, you know, I don't think that that's how life works. Life no. is just so fucking messy. And, you know, I definitely don't agree with you get what you can 
Oh, wait, you only get as much as you can handle. Because that's stupid. But what I'm saying is it's unpredictable. It's messy. And the only thing we can do is deal with what we've got in front of us. And I think that Sarah and I made a really good call. We are excited to bring you more episodes this month with more experts and more um, ridiculous stories. And hopefully just more honesty like we have been giving you that makes you feel as though you're not alone in this world. And, you know, everything you do doesn't have to be perfect or publishable. Right. That's, that's it. Yeah. So thank you so much for continuing on this journey with us. And, you know, if you haven't visited our Patreon page, please do. It is patreon.com backslash unqualified therapists, Inc. If you haven't liked our Instagram page, we really would love it if you did. Yeah. Because that helps us out a lot. And again, we're not making, we're not getting rich off of this. We're not even buying a cup of coffee with this. Nope. So <laughs> our main goal and the reason we're here is to help you move through some of these shit that's really fucking hard. And we're here with you, obviously, still dealing with our own <laughs> stuff. So we're not at a finish line. You, we're right there with you. So thank you again for being here with us. And, you know, here's the six more weeks of fucking winter. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Production and editing for this podcast by Sarah Simone. If you have a topic around mental health that's been weighing on you, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. You can find lots of bonus content, including exclusive episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. We are thankful beyond measure for your support there. Patreon and Google and Apple podcast reviews are how we can continue to bring you episodes just like this. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at unqualifiedtherapistsinc. Until next week, warriors, remember to hold on. We're gonna make it.
Smooth.